Praise God. Hallelujah. God bless you this morning. I'm Pastor Tuck and welcome to the word at my church. If this is your first time joining us, we want you to know you're in exactly the right place. You're exactly where God wants you to be. And I want to encourage you to share this broadcast with at least three people, because as believers, we have a mandate to spread the gospel of Christ all over the world. We are a teaching ministry with a mission to help people get better by teaching them how the word works. So go ahead and get your Bible, your notebook, your pen, your highlighter, and let's get ready to dig into God's word. But before we do, I have a special announcement this morning. If you follow our ministry, uh, Many of you may know, if you've talked to me personally, you know, Pastor Stephanie and I are in a period of transition. Um, you know, over the years, past few years, Pastor Stephanie's been dealing with some uh, some health issues. And, you know, her quality of life has not been exactly, you know, what, what, what God would have it to be, you know, especially where we live currently. And so God has blessed us to... Uh, to be building a, a brand new home. And so we're going to be uh, relocating. And so over the next few weeks, we have to prepare for that. We're going to be packing. We're going to be getting everything together so that we can prepare for our, our relocation. And so because of that, I have to focus my attention on my wife and my home, because as you all know, my first ministry is to my home. The Bible tells us that if a man is going to be a pastor, he, he has to govern his own household well. And so I need to focus my attention on governing my house. But I'm not going to be derelict in my duties as a pastor, as a man of God, from feeding God's people. And as you all know, the My Church channel has a great responsibility and God has given us a great call to make sure that people are equipped with the word of God. And so I'm always going to make sure that you're being fed quality quality words. So I'm going to ask two things. First, that you make sure that you remain faithful to the channel. Make sure that you remain faithful to the ministry, that you continue to, to sow, to give, to make sure that you're faithful and you're watching because I'm going to make sure that you're getting great word. And I want you to make sure that you're here when I come back. So don't, don't tune out because pastor's not here because you're not tuning in for me. You're tuning in for the word of God. And I'm going to make sure that you're tapped into the source. But the next thing that I want you to do is make sure that you set your expectations high because right now we're going to have a word from one of my spiritual uncles. If you're a fan of the channel, if you're a follower of the channel, then you know that you've heard this man of God before and you know that he brings a great word. And so right now we're going to have coming up the man of God, Pastor Damon Taylor from Victory Christian Ministries International in Charles County. And so I want you to get yourself ready to hear this word. And over the next few weeks, you're going to hear Pastor Damon coming to bring this word of God. And so God bless you. I love you. And I will see you in a few weeks. God bless you. And thank you. Have a great day. Prepare to hear the man of God. We are ready, we are ready, we are ready, we are ready. I'm going to do something. Let's pray first and then we're going to get into it. I think God is in the room. Amen. I take that back. I know God is in the room. Amen. Father, we honor. If you can't, if you can't, if you're able to stand up, can you honor God with me? If you're able to stand up. No, if you can't. But if you're able to stand up, please honor God with me today. Praise God. You know, sometimes we take things lax, and, and that's cool. But when it comes to the presence of God and, and the things of God, I think there has to be some precedence there. We have to honor him. Amen? Father God, we worship you. We honor you. We magnify your holy name right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. We set our hearts and our minds on you. We, 
we, we take control of our bodies right now in the name of Jesus to sit at your feet today in the name of Jesus, Father God. We thank for what you're doing in this ministry. We thank for what you're doing in our life in the name of Jesus, Father God. We thank you for what you're doing in, in, in our communities, what you're doing in the world that we live in. And we thank you for being a part of it, Father God. We thank you for setting us, Father God, apart for such a time as this, Father God, that the world might see the beacon of light that's on our lives. We thank you that you're drawing people from the north, south, east, and west to the presence of God, Father God, to the love of God, and to the grace of God, Lord Jesus. I thank you for each person here, Father God, possesses, Father God, Holy Spirit that lives in, through, and with them in the name of Jesus, Father God. So, Holy Spirit, we welcome you right now in this room even more. We thank you for Holy Spirit, what you've done through the praise team, through the prayer, through even up to this moment. But, Holy Spirit, we ask you that you intensify your grace, intensify your love, intensify the anointing, intensify your presence in this room. I honor you today, Father God. I thank you today, Lord Jesus. I magnify you. I make you bigger than anything and anybody. Today in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Come on, we can. Come on, let's do the vision if we can. The Spirit of God is upon us, and he has anointed us to preach the gospel and to raise up a body of believers to be the church of our Lord Jesus Christ, a church without walls. Our goals are to teach the word of God so that anytime you can see the word, hear the word, and understand the word of God. You could be converted into that word. And once we are converted, we can now strengthen our brethren. And as witnesses, declare with boldness, as Jesus is, so are we. Praise God. Hallelujah. Somebody repeat after me. Receive. Change. Give. Receive. Change. Give. Receive. Change, give. Today we're going to receive the word of God. We're going to be changed into that word that we see here and understand. And once we are converted or once we are changed, we can now give that word out to our friends, our family, and everyone we come in contact with. If you believe that, come on, give God a praise. Oh, do me a favor. Give your neighbor a hug. Tell them you love them, appreciate them. Thank, thank you for coming out today. All those online, I want to thank you for coming out. All first-time visitors, again, we thank you for coming out, watching us. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I'm trying to do something. I don't know what I was trying to do. Something. Do not disturb. Thank you. Hallelujah. Listen, I am excited about this Sunday. Y'all don't understand. Listen, we are starting, I'm going to start a, a series, and we're going to start it today. It's, and the, the series is called, somebody say, Moving Forward. Moving forward. Somebody can say, Moving Forward. Some more time, Moving Forward. But I wanted to start off moving forward with our Discover Victory Sunday also. Because how many know you got to know where you're at to know where you're going? Amen. Amen. Somebody say, Moving Forward again. Forward. I just love that graphic. I just, I just love it. I mean, so today we're going to do something called Discover Victory. And Discover Victory for me is so important for us in, as a church. It tells us where we are. We, I like to tell you where we are, what we did in the past year. Not only that, where we're going and how we're going to get there. How many of that's important? Yes. 
that you know where you are. A lot of times we try to go somewhere, but we don't, but we don't account where we where we go where we've been. How we got there, you can leave that right there. You don't have to you good right there. <laughs> leave it right there for a second. You know what I mean, it, it it doesn't we don't we don't count where we are. We like I'm I'm gonna be a millionaire. But sir, you you can't deal with a thousand dollars. You gotta we gotta know where you at first so that we can put a plan together to get you to be a millionaire. Amen. Y'all looking at me crazy. Some of y'all been believing God for your million dollars, but you can't handle a thousand dollars yet. So maybe it's God protecting you. Uh, anybody believing God for a million dollars? Anybody haven't seen it yet? Let's go back to He said, if you're faithful with little, you'll be faithful with much. So in Discover Victory, we wouldn't need to find out in Discover Victory Sunday. We want to find out where we've been, what we've done, where we're going, and how we're going to get there. Amen? Amen. So let's look at I want to start off this way. <clears throat> let's pull my notes up. Let's see if I got a new, new, new uh, case. I love my new case. i show off just a little bit. There's three types of people that are sitting in the seats right now. Those who serve. There's those who used to serve and don't serve anymore. And those who have not had the opportunity to serve yet. So today, I, I realize we have to, um, what's the word I want to look to? We have to know where we're going and realize we need you, your help. Somebody tell your neighbor, we need your help. Tell your neighbor again, we need your help. How I many to discover victory, you know, I need you to know where we're going, where we've been at, where we're going, and what we need to get there, amen? amen. So the three type of people that are sitting in the seats, there are people that are serving right now, there's people that have served, that's not serving because of whatever life has happened. You know, I mean, pandemic just got them to a place where we just, I'm, I'm, I'm good, Pastor. You know I mean, I'm just going to be praying for the ministry, amen? And then those who just haven't had the opportunity to serve, amen? amen. But how many of us to move forward, what God has for us, it's going to take us to unify. It take us to be a, a team. It take us to be um, um, a dream. Somebody say a dream team. Dream. I, I, I still love the dream team. How many of y'all remember the dream team at the, at the Olympics? Yes. How many remember when you had Jordan on the team? Yes. Can you imagine having Jordan and Magic on the same team? But what I love about that, each and every one of them had different skill sets. And because they had different skill sets, people, you know what I mean? You think about you have over, what, 10, 11 people on the team that's a dream team? But each dreams, each skill set got them to a place where they won what the the, the championship, well, or they won the, the Olympics. Amen. Look, let's look at a, a scripture. Let's look at Psalms one thirty three and one. I want to want to put that scripture out if we can. I'm gonna give them a minute to give out because I didn't get, wasn't able to give them scriptures. I was literally on flight last night. Psalms one thirty three and one says, "Behold, how good." And how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together. Somebody saying what? In unity. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. I love that scripture right there. First and foremost, he wasn't just talking about random people. He used the word brethren. How many of brethren is an intimate word? How many brethren means a family word? It brings a family to bring. It brings a community together. He says how good and pleasant it is. When brethren, someone say brethren, brethren. dwell together in what? Unity. Dwell together in what? Unity. Let me ask y'all a question. 
But how many know the devil does everything he can to listen, to, to separate us? He does everything he can to literally divide us so that we won't come together in unity. But I'm about to show you something. When you come together in unity, there's something called individual anointings and individual graces that we have for our own personal life. But when we come together and individual blessings, but when we come together, there's something called a corporate blessing. What does that mean? I might can't believe God for $1,000 on my own, but when I unify my brother and sister, I can get it like that. Oh, God, I need you out there. I might be believing God for this, this healing of my life, but I couldn't do it. But when two or three are gathered, there he is in the midst. When we come together with this corporate anointing, with this corporate blessing, I need y'all to get this today. I need y'all to help me preach today. I need y'all to come alive today. The Bible says, um, um, it's, it is like the precious oil upon the head, running down the beard of, of uh, the beard of Aaron, running down the edge of his garments. It's like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountain of Zion, upon the mountain of church. For there the Lord commanded the blessing. Life, look at this, forevermore. He says, where did he command the blessing? He commanded a blessing in unity. When God gives a command, how many know that command is life evermore? That, that, that blessing should be forever and ever. So, but what does the devil try to do in the church? He tries to separate here. That's them. I'm not doing that. I'm not, I can't do that. I, how many know that brings separation? What, what does it do? It now tries to hamper with or tamper with the corporate anointing and the corporate blessing that God has when we unify. Somebody say unify. unify. Say it one more time, unify. unify. And it talks about the oil. How many of the oil represents the anointing? The anointing is the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God. You can look that up in Isaiah. He says it is a burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God. Anybody had any burdens before? Anybody have felt yoked before? He says there is a corporate anointing or there is a corporate blessing. There is a corporate, uh, 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 inside that blessing is everything that you need to pertain to life and guidance for a lifetime. When you unify that anointing, remove burdens, destroy yokes, I say at a rapid pace. So as the church, when we realize that when we come together as one accord, I always start thinking about the, anybody remember, um, um, I can't, can't think of, tra, tra, trans or Z? Anybody remember trans or Z? That trans or Z is way back when, cartoon. And they had, they all came together and they became one big, uh, oh, Voltron, that's who it was, trans or Voltron. <coughs> Thank you. Voltron. Anybody remember Voltron? <clears throat> and Voltron, when they all came together, they had a they had what a red a red lion and a blue lion and a green lion and that yellow lion and about they had all had their own individual strengths. They had their own individual talents, but when they came together as one. When they came together as one, when they unified, they changed the dynamic. 
Because when they're all by themselves, they come, they come, boom, ah, ah, they were throwing them all over the place. But they're like, you know what? It is time to unify. I forgot what they used to say to come to unify, but they came together, boom. And when they came together, they was unstoppable. Yeah. How many realize Victor Christian Ministries, Charles County, we are the body of Christ. Yeah. And when we come together on one accord, we cannot, we will not, we cannot be stopped. And some things, look at this, look at this, look at what I'm about to say. There's situations in your personal life that you don't think you get out by yourself. But when you unify, when you come together with the brethren, when you come together with the brethren, there's nothing can stop. It makes that situation look so small. So small. Some of you in this room, you might feel weak. Some of you are going through right now. I'm here to let you know there is a corporate anointing that's in this room. That if you tap into the grace of the house. Listen, if you begin to look at a lot of times, you don't like to look at revelations. But when you look at revelations, God was always preaching, talking to, not the individual. He was talking to the church. There was an angel for the church. There was a grace for the church. There was an anointing for the church. And me as an individual, when I tap into the corporate anointing, I can't be stopped. And we have so much more than most. We are connected to an organization of nine churches. Can you imagine the grace that's on your life? Can you imagine the voices that are praying for you? We can't be stopped. The only way that we're stopped is we stay disconnected. The only way we would never be the exceedingly abundant. Because how many know when we all come together, we do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can even ask or think. God never called you to be an orphan in the kingdom of God. He called you to be the body. Oh, I don't understand. He never called you to be an orphan. He called you to be the body. Because when you're connected to the body, even when you're going through, the body can help you. Oh, anybody, let's look at your natural body. You, you ever been to a place where, where you might have stomped your toe or you, you hurt your finger? How many now your other part of your body? It what now? We're going to take over. We got you until you get yourself together. How many know as a body, that's how we should be together? Some of you might have been beat up by the devil. But when I connect to you and you connect to me, come on, we're going to get through this. We're gonna, I'm going to breathe life in you every morning. I'm going to speak life over you every evening. Well, I'm telling you, you I'm going to pump life inside of you. Why? Because we are connected. So can we stop when we get sick? Going in the shell and don't tell nobody? Can we stop when we going through, we don't tell nobody, we walk away from everybody? You're walking away from the source of the house. Oh, I don't want nobody to know. What? No, no, we're we here for you. We, we, we gotta, how, how can we pray for you? We don't know what's going on. Amen. So this is what I don't like. No, no, stay, let me stay. Let me stay. I just came back. I just came back. I just came back. I just came from the palm trees. Let me stay with the swinging in the ring. As the body of Christ, we had to fight for unity. 
as a body as a whole, the teams that you're connected to, if it's the praise team, if it's the mimes, if it's the ushering, usher, ushering, <laughs> if the ushers, if it's the deacons, we have to fight for unity because unity comes power. Unity comes power. You ever get, my boss said, you ever got jumped? I got jumped before. <laughs> it was, I, got, I fought one on one. I did good. But when five, four people hit you, how many know there's more power there? How many, can you imagine when the devil tried to come at you one by yourself? Oh, no, no, no. I got a whole squad. Hey, I need y'all prayers right now. How many know we got more power in them? Some of y'all never got jumped before. Y'all probably was doing the jumping, Marcy. Probably, <laughs> I need you to fight in this season. I need you to fight in this season, unity. There's a blessing that comes with it. There's a power that comes with it. And we need each other in this upcoming season. I'm going to let you know. I've been saying this for the past couple of weeks. If you think about 10 years ago, how the world was, it's nothing like what it is now. If you think about 20 years ago, how the world was. There's nothing like it was today. If you think about 30 years ago, anybody remember 30 years ago when you was in high school? There was nothing like it was today. I'm here to let you know, when if the world gets worse? I don't know how much far we can go because I think we're in Solomon Gomorrah right now. When if Jesus come back in 10 years? Think about it. There's nothing else to really stop it. There's wars. There's rumors of wars. There's now people that's now, now hating God, turning their back on God. They now love the world and the things of the world. They're now casting down God. What they call good was bad and bad is good. What's, what's keeping Jesus from coming? There's people that there's been a great falling away. How many people was in church don't come to church no more? And if they are heard, their heart's not here. Now we don't, we don't think things that are in the Bible is real anymore or it has any impact. Now we just fornicate because we don't think it's real. We just have adultery and do whatever we want. Oh, Jesus might be coming. There's no, there's literally, the world has done everything can to turn the church off. I think we didn't unify like never before. If you begin to look at the world, there's no respect. Nobody's honoring their parents anymore. They're not honoring authority anymore. Kids are now just going wild. D.C. is, here it is. They said D.C. is like it was 20 years ago, y'all. They have over 250 deaths now already with how it was but last year. I mean, 20 years ago. Anybody know 20 years ago? It's back being the chocolate city now. And as a church, we got to unify. We need to have one voice. Because the devil's doing everything. Can he? Why is the devil heightening his attack? Could he know Jesus is coming back? And this is not the time you should be swaying to sleep, going with culture, doing what the world is doing. You do not want to be caught up. There's nowhere near my notes. 
So I give a warning as your pastor. This is from the teenagers in the back to the elder in the front. This is not the time to be playing with sin. This is not to be time to be caught up in your own way. If I don't tell you, this is not the time for you to be playing with sin, getting caught up in sin, transgressing. What does that mean? Over and over again, doing the same sin, knowing it's wrong, doing it over and over again, and have no remorse. He calls you a reprobate mind. And the Bible says a reprobate mind, he says now you have turned him, he turned you over to yourself. As you said, now I know what God said, but honestly, forget my language, screw God. Not that serious. I'm all about the money and how I feel. It's about me. It's how I feel. So then when it comes to the things of God, we're like, huh? It's not that serious. Why? Because it's going to remind you of who you are. You're trying to be something you're not. You better be who you are, a child of God. That is why we have to, one, repent. But how many know when you repent, now you got to do something different? Because if you repent and you sit there, you're going to go right back to your old ways. You have to fill that void with something that God has for you. This is the time that we need to be in a repentant state. This is the time that we need to be at a humble space. If you begin, all you got to do, listen, all you got, and I don't be watching no more. I can't watch the news like that. I get depressed. But if you just see what the world news is saying right now, people are going against Israel. People are, are literally, do you know what the Bible says about Israel? You should always be praying for Israel. That's what the Bible says. And now people are turning their back. Jesus might be coming. We playing with it. They they're taking down they taking down uh, 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 flags. They taking down all the what? We don't know the day or the hour, but you better know the signs of the time. You better know the signs of the time. You have to know the signs of the time. I need like a towel. This thing just sweat. Just <laughs> somebody say unify. unify. So we as a church, we got to unify. We got to repent. Can we repent, y'all? Can we repent for for literally talk about your body? Can we repent for turning away from the body? You know, we Christians and we talk about the church. Man, those people in church, aren't you? Go, don't you go to church? Man, those church people, aren't you a church people? That's like you're talking, come on. If you don't see what you need to see in the church, be the difference. Be the example. That didn't go over well. I get no claps on this side. If you want to be, see the difference in the church, if you want to see difference in the church, you got to be the difference. Not talking about the difference. Not talking about the difference. Be the difference. We got a lot of yapping, but nobody ain't doing nothing. 
Somebody say unify. As a church, we have to, somebody say unify. Let me keep pushing real fast. I'm just going to go real fast. So one thing I love about our church, we have a vision. We did the vision. Spirit of the Lord God is upon us. These are just what I'm going to show you what we did from November 2022 to November 2023. And in that span of time, in one year, we had 21 people give their life to Jesus Christ. We probably, I know we had more than this, but on record, we have 139 people that rededicated their life. I know, I know a lot of us in this room, how many say I've rededicated my seat sometime? I, I, man, when Pastor Porsche was preaching this service, I've rededicated my seat, amen? We had 33 baptisms, y'all, water baptisms. And we had 88 people join the ministry. I thank God for that. You don't understand. There's so many churches that have not recovered from the, from the pandemic. We know hundreds of churches, honestly, me and Pastor Porsche know hundreds of churches that have closed their doors. But for some, for us as the body of Christ, to be able to keep our doors open and be able. be able to continue to do what God told us to do and to increase God is a good God oh I wasn't supposed to be crying this is not supposed to be a crying message but when you be thinking about what he's done for us and sometimes like I said you got to know where you are to now determine where we're going to go and here it is, we have so many people that have given their life to Jesus, so many people that have, have joined the ministry and rededicated their lives. It, it, it's so good for, and another thing for us, one of the things I know that God placed on our heart is to be a, um, a blessing to the community. So the one of the ways that God, vehicles that God has given us to do that is through our, um, literally, our, um, our food distribution. And look what I got to give these numbers. I, I, I kind of took them from um, um, Deacon, but she, she, she loves me. <laughs> but here it is. Listen, the amount of food distributed was 97,608 pounds of food. We served 2,455 households. Inside those households, we served 10,884 people. On an average, every time that we did, did food distribution, we had at least, we had 26 people come out and volunteer. 
Again, I'm going to say on record, because I believe a lot of people got, we had two people get saved, three people rededicate their lives, one person got healed, and 383 people we prayed for. So not only did we, we were able to give food out, we was able to pray for people. We was able to believe God for them. And then I, I just love, I mean, I had an opportunity a couple of weeks to come serve with, with, with you guys. And it was such a blessing to see people's heart. It wasn't, a, it wasn't you know, people wasn't mad, people wasn't angry. It was like they had so much joy to serve the people of God and to serve the community. Can we get up for those that, that operate? Before we do that, have you ever, have you served last year in the, in the, Food distributions, come on, stand to your feet for a second. Can y'all please give it up for them? That's it, that's what I needed. Hallelujah, have your seat. Thank you guys so much. So, so much. Let me move forward because we got other stuff to do. All right. All right, we're going we're gonna to switch that. We're going to leave that. That's too much. Not going to do that. All right, look at this. Mark 1. That's what we were. But us moving forward, it's to, how many know it takes us as a team for us to do that? I look, look at Mark 1 if you can, and I'm not going to go into the scripture, but I remember in Mark 1, Jesus is when he was ordained in ministry. Y'all remember that Jesus? That's when John was like, Gee, the Savior is coming. The Messiah is coming. Then Jesus showed up at the water. And then when he showed up at the water, he had the opportunity to baptize. John had the opportunity to baptize Jesus. And when Jesus came out the water, it says when he came out the water, that the heavens opened. And a, do- a Holy Spirit came down as a dove and sat on him. And now there was a voice that came from heaven. This is my beloved son. I am well pleased. Look at it. I thought about that scripture. He didn't do anything yet. He was already well pleased, with, but he didn't do nothing. He was ordained. Then the Bible says immediately he was tempted by the devil. We just had an ordination service. Immediately some of you was tempted. Some of you was like, oh, I don't supposed to be doing this. I don't know why I did this. <laughs> Look what happened with Jesus. He was ordained and then the next moment he went up and was tempted by the devil. Somebody say stay the course. But then, here it is, after he was tempted out by the devil, what was the next thing Jesus did? He put a team together. You cannot do ministry on your own. You can't do ministry alone. Me and my wife can't do this by ourselves. We can't do it all alone. So I took the example of Jesus. I said, God, I thank you for ordaining us. I thank you. Yeah, the devil tried to come at us, but we still here. And now the next thing we're going to do, we're going to put a powerful team together. One thing I realized sometimes when, when we move forward, things get out of, out, out of shape and things move to the left. No, we're going to bring everything back in and we're going to put a dream. Somebody said a dream team. Dream team. I want to continue to put, build on the dream team that we have. But there's so much more to God. No, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm believing God that next year, this time, we're going to triple those numbers. We're going to triple those numbers. So, so that means, look how much food we gave this year. We're going to triple that number. We might have to go, we had to, might have to open it up a little bit more. Look how many people got saved last year. 
Oh, we go, man. We, you know what? The, when, you know what those eight eight people represent? How many people we snatched out of hell? Yeah. Oh, y'all need to get yeah. y'all need to get more excited for that. Because some of you in this room was hell bound. Anybody was hell bound in this room? <clears throat> and you got snatched out of hell? <clears throat> Come on, we're going to be some, I'm about to say, I'm about to sing a song. I, see, I'm about to, God, bring this, you know what song I'm about to sing? Good, just don't sing. But stay here, stay here, stay here, stay here. Rare Essence used to say, let me say, let me talk. I see, I got to break it back down. <laughs> so our job is to pull people out of it. Man, we're going to get as many people we can save. We're going to get as many as we can to join the ministry. Amen? Man, but I just believe this is our season. We could, we could do it. Amen? So Jesus, he, what he do? He put a team together. Right? What does joining a team mean for me? And then I'm out the door. For me, I start thinking about when I joined the team, when I first joined the ministry. It shows my, my church, it gave me a sense of ownership. It's a sense of responsibility. How do you know when somebody's talking about victory, I take it personal. Somebody talk about one of you, I take it personal. Why? Because it's an ownership when you join a team. This is my church. What church you go to? You can tell who somebody who's involved in church and somebody, what's your, I watch, um, not watch, I listen to, um, what's that boy's name? Willie Moe, right? And it, Willie Moe Jr., and they told me, and then sometimes they had an opportunity, hey, what church do you go to? Who's your pastors? And everybody says, yeah, my, my church is First Baptist of Hoo-Ha. Wow. <laughs> and they're like, who's your pastor? Um, um, you know they're not involved in church. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But then somebody come up there, hey, what's your pastor? My name, my pastor is DeMar Taylor. Hey, we go to Victor Christian Mission. I am. How many know they, they, they involved in church? How I many there's a difference when you're around church? And you're grounded and you take responsibility for your church. Yeah. It's, it's a difference when, you, when, you, when you're just around church. But when you're in it, how many of you take ownership of the church? Yeah. I don't, this is my church. Anybody say, this is my church? Yeah. Don't talk about my church. This is my church. What church? This is my church. So when you join a team, it brings, a, it brings your, your part means a lot. Amen? Your part is important to you. The third, second thing it does, somebody say it creates a culture of accountability. Oh, 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 we got quite, we don't like that word. It creates a culture of accountability. How many of we need to be accountable in this hour? I don't want you to be, you know, you didn't go on and went on a smoke fest for five months and we didn't know about it. Where they at? I don't know. When you join a team, it brings accountability. Hey. I haven't seen Elder Tracy in a while. Where is she at? My Elder Sean will tell you. I, I'm always, I'm surveying the crowd all the time. Oh, my God. Hey, Jocelyn. Hey, Mama. I'm surveying the, surveying the crowd all the time, seeing who's here. I'm, I'm taking accountability. If I, don't, if I don't see you, what happens, Elder Sean? I give him a call or text. Hey, I might not know your name, but I know what you wear. <laughs> and most time I know where you sit at because you usually sit over there. So I was looking for you over there, and you surprised me over here. And I've been looking for you, so good to see you. you 
I'm old. So I might not know your name, but I'm surveying the crowd. If you're not here, I and I'm watching. I got my eye on you. How many know when you're part of a team, it gives accountability? Not from a standpoint of getting in your business, not a standpoint of trying to be a boss over you, and we don't want any leader to be that one. But it showed before, before your, your talent, your gifts and talents, and what you give to me, I want to know if you're good. Amen. Most of the time I always call, hey, you good? I'm just checking on you. I'm going to show you good. You know what I mean? Because how many know you can get a lot out of people if you, they know that you care? Well, you know what I mean? Not just the only time you call them, you on the schedule, why you ain't here? Because you know, I literally was in the hospital. I'm in the beep, beep. You hear that? I'm in the hospital right now. You didn't ask me about that. I literally lost a leg and arm. And you still, you asked if I'm on the schedule, can I show up? How many know when you join a team, it brings accountability? <laughs> leg and arm. It brings accountability. The first thing it does, honestly, it shows, shows responsibility for the, this, is my, this is my team. This is who I am. This is my, this is my church. Somebody said, this is my church. I need to say with an attitude now. This is my church. This is my church. And then all that, it shows them accountability. I don't know about you. I need accountability. If you don't see Pastor DeMond here, you better check on me. This morning, I know everybody, like, where is DeMond at? Why, why, Pastor DeMond, why isn't he here yet? I made it. We here. We're here, amen? amen. And the third thing, I'm going to get out the door now. The third thing it does is how many know teamwork fosters community? As a church, my whole goal is that we become a community. We're not just people, strangers that come to church. But when you join a team, how many know little groups become a team, then another group becomes a team, and they begin to foster community? The goal, in, goal in, as a church is that we foster community, that we come together as one. And then again, I might not, we, we might relate on sound. You know what I mean? But other than that, you know, I'm praying for you. I'm believing God for you. When, 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 when no one else is there for you, I'll be there for you. Because we created this, this synergy. You know what I mean? When it came to this craft or the talent, it came to the, the talent or what we was doing. But, but beyond that, you know I care for you. What teamwork does, it brings in, somebody said community. community. When we come together on a team, as a team, we should bring some community. If, if you all, y'all come together and y'all not talking to each other, we got an issue. We're on the same team, you're not talking, praise team, y'all don't talk. Hey, I know that don't happen. They got a great community. I'm trying to be like them. Like last week, I can't believe they wore camouflage and I came in here with some camouflage. <laughs> I'm, I'm part of their community. But how many of teamwork brings community? So what happens is it's important for us to get part of a team. You might say, hey, I don't know how to do any of these things. I don't know how to do sound. I don't know how to do multimedia. But there's something you can do. You can do us. Somebody say be an usher. So be an usher. We need some ushers. We got some gloves on order. I'm going to order some gloves. And look at this. I love about the usher ministry is you won't miss service. You right here. Hey, praise and worship you up. The lights off, we got the glow in the dark glass. Doing the words you said, so you know we, we need ushers. We need some greeters. 
we're at a place now, literally, we, we've gotten from management mode to moving forward mode. And what are we moving forward to? We're moving forward to what God has called us to be and do. He's called us to be one of the impactful community churches around. I believe that we're here to change Charles County like never before. And if you do not know, it's thousands upon thousands of people that's moving down Charles County just for you. I mean, they're building houses. If they're building houses, I'm like, jeez. They got more to come. They got, and they got more to come. Yeah. Could it be those are victory people? Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Could it be they just waiting on you? Yeah. Oh, 2,500 people is what I'm going up. Can we do 25,000? 20, Can we do 25,000? I think 25,000 already moved down here. campus. I'm believing that we have the answer. You Tell your neighbor, I'm the, you are the answer. Say, come on, look at your neighbor. Say, look at him in the eye. Look at him in the good eye. Say, you are the answer. You are the answer. Look at your good eye. We are the mandate, y'all. We are on a mandate. It gets many people we can out of, out of pits of hell. Amen. With the world that we're living in, the world needs you. You are the hands of God. You are the feet of God. You are the voice of God. Only love they're going to know is the love that comes from you. It's time to stop walking around people that know you, that know you that you know that need God. And you being the answer, be the answer. I'm not trying to say preach Adam and thus thou. No, just show the love of God. And let the love of God do his job. That's what we're here for. That's what we are called to do. And I thank God. Look at this church right here. We, we packed up today. Behind me, you know, there's other people that God wants to come right into the house of God. And we got to be willing. Anybody willing? I was listening to uh, Miles Monroe. I'm, I'm done. I don't know who's going to take it after this. But I was listening to Miles Monroe the other day. And he's like one of my, my mentors, right? And he says, he says, one of the precious gifts that God has given you and one of the most dangerous things that God has given you is will. He says, because your will is a free will, you can do whatever you want with it. It's precious so you can have the will to do the will of God. But because also it's, it's dangerous because you can say, I'm not going to do the will of God. I'm not going to do that. He said, so now I put before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life. Choose God's will. I remember Jesus, what did he say? He said, well, man, I wish this cut would pass me by. Look what he said. Not my will. But your will be done. Somebody say, his will be done. And how many of God's will to be done is that we all begin to move forward as a unified body into the things of God. Amen.
Praise God. Hallelujah. Man, that was a powerful word. Man, we praise God for Pastor DeMond standing in for us. And I pray you've been blessed by that message. But if you're listening to that message today and you're like, wow, I just thank God for everything that he's done. But I just don't know if I'm, I'm in a position to move forward. If I'm, I'm in that position, well, the first step is to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you're listening to that message today and that's you, the first thing I want you to do is recognize that the Bible says God gave up his only son so that you could be a part of the kingdom, that you could advance, that you could have everything that he's made available. And so and he made it very simple. All you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And so what we want to do right now is give you that opportunity. Just pray this prayer with me. Precious God, come into my heart. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I believe Jesus Christ died for me. And I want to make him my Lord and my Savior. Fill my heart. Make me your, be my father. Make me your child. Teach me how to live for you. If you've prayed that prayer, you're now the part of the body of Christ, the family of believers, and there's nothing anybody can do to stop you. The next step in your journey is to find a Bible-teaching, Bible-believing church, one that can assist you in your walk with Christ. And if you desire that today, we want to help you with that. The instructions are on the screen. Just go to our website at www.lovemychurch.org. Click Contact Us and fill out a connection card. Let us know you received Christ today. We are a virtual ministry, but we have all the components in place to help you in your walk with Christ. We have ministers available that will follow up with you, contact you, pray with you, and give you the instructions for the next steps. We even have virtual study groups that will meet together with you, help you and understand the word better. There are people that will call you, they'll talk with you, and even in your area, there are people who that can connect with you. So, if you desire to be a part of the My Church family, go to the website, follow the instructions, let us know who you are, and we'll be glad to connect with you. Secondly, if you've been blessed by this ministry and you want to help us continue the mandate that God's given us as the My Church and the My Church channel, click the donate button, sow a financial seed. You can use Cash App, dollar sign My Church Lynchburg, PayPal.me forward slash My Church Lynchburg. Or you can use the Givelify app. But however you desire to give, just know that your gifts are going to help us continue to do what God's called us to do. But in any event, just know that your gifts are going to continue to further the kingdom ministry. We're on just about every streaming platform there is. And this is a major undertaking that God has given us. So if you want to sow and help invest in something that you know is changing lives, Follow those instructions on the screen. So into this ministry. Thirdly, make sure that you tune in next week for the next installment of this powerful, powerful series. And I will see you soon. God bless you. I'm Pastor Tuck. I love you. And thank you for watching the word at my church. And we'll be back with you shortly. Thank you for bearing with us during this time of transition. God bless you. I love you. And see you next time. 
At my church, we help people get better by teaching them how the word works, and we want to make sure there's no excuse not to get the word. It's our goal to make all of our ministries accessible on every smartphone, tablet, PC, and television connected to the internet. So whether you're a man who needs some wisdom, a woman who needs some encouragement, or a couple who needs guidance, the My Church channel has just what you need. Simply search for the My Church channel on Roku, Fire Stick, Apple TV, Google TV, and now LG TV, or visit MyChurchChannel.org. You can also download the My Church On The Go app from the Apple or Google Play App Store. Constantly on the move? Check out the Word At My Church podcast from your favorite podcast platform. Or simply download the Word At My Church skill from your Alexa-enabled device. But whatever you do, make sure you stay connected. See you soon. I won't let you go until you bless me. There's got to be a resolve on the inside of the church. Glory! I told you, God has chosen us to be his change agents in the earth. Do me a favor, y'all. Share the room, whether you're on Clubhouse, whether you are on Facebook, whether you're on YouTube. Different from ever before. If, if, you're, if your recovery is fresh, or if your addiction-free lifestyle. I want to be able to rejoice in the um, adversities that were there. We're seeing all of these things happen. And the sad thing is, it's happening by our own decision. You know, a lot of people deal with a lot of uh, depression, mm -hmm. uh, anxiety, Sorry, frustration. Just thinking back, man, you know, how long this, this run has been going with us, man. That's right. It's, That's right. you know.